Ruthie's Australia. Thanks to Shimano. BF Goodrich Tyres. Three Threes Condiments. Snowy's Outdoors. And the Campervan Motorhome Club of Australia. How good was that talking to uh, young Nelly? Tell you what, she's got her head screwed on too, hasn't she? Oh, unbelievable. 14. Yeah, it was really good, and uh, we certainly do thank Coldy for lining that up for us. And uh, look, like we said earlier, it is a little bit different, not something that we uh, do every week. And like I say, if you've got an event or you're representing any district out there, anywhere across Australia, and you want uh, some publicity for it and some help, look, we're happy to do it here. We'll back anyone. Um, just send an email to duck at 2gb.com, and uh, if we'll, we'll, we'll certainly mention it. And we may even line you know, get you on the phone or get you here into the studio to have a chat about it because we love backing the Aussies and they're taking on the world, as we say, and they're uh, they over there uh, doing their very, very best. And like I said, whilst we were talking to Nelly, I did say that we would follow their uh, progress and uh, and we certainly will do that and let you know how they're going. So, but, Or you can jump on that Facebook page as well and like that and you'll see exactly what they're up to as they do it. And uh, young Georgia Coldrake, who is... Uh, Coldy's daughter is the team manager and they've been doing it all their lives. So good luck to them and we wish them well. Now, going fishing with the family is one of the great Aussie traditions. Being outdoors, teaching the kids how to bait up a hook. Really in that first catch, nothing quite beats it. And nothing beats fishing with a Shimano reel and rod in hand. Whether you're after a starter rod for the kids, the school holidays are upon us now, so get into it. Or you want the most advanced reel on the market for yourself, Shimano has fishing gear, accessories and apparel to suit every recreational angler and, of course, every budget. With a Shimano fishing rod and reel, you simply can't go wrong. Their reels are so good, they come with a 10-year warranty. We tell you that every week. It's pretty good. You can't hear it enough. 10-year warranty. How good is it? Get your kids their very first fishing rod and spoil yourself with something special from the Shimano range while you're at it. To find your nearest dealer, just go to the website, shimanofish.com.au. Remember, this is what Shimano say, always buy local and, of course, fish local. It's pretty good gear, been around for a long, long time. Check out the range today, jump on the website and look, get that something special for you. Why not? Now is the time to get the kids into it. It is school holiday time. As Rico mentioned earlier, the uh, kids in Queensland have already had a week off. New South Wales go off now. And uh, look, there'll be plenty of kids out there fishing with their dads during these holidays and their mums too. So why not get the right gear for them? Shimanofish.com.au Looking for that special destination? Well, put this on your bucket list. Thanks to youcamp.com.au, go camping out on working and private properties. Well, for two blokes who are keen to get out there, Rico, that'll be you and me. Oh, jump you, out of me. You're wetting your appetite here today, mate. I mean, what about this one? I know, it's a little bit of torture, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Look, that's the problem with this. I mean, Ruthie and I say it all the time. You do, And, and even on the other program, as you know, that you come on the, with, with me, uh, the Camping and Off-Road Radio Show, you're sitting here, and you you come on with two campsites of the day, yep, right each week, right. Well, you do your you do your campsite of a day on your Facebook page, which yeah, we'll that's get right. to. But then you, you, when you come on with me, you give me two campsites because we on that program. It's all about camping, fishing, four wheel driving, travelling. Yeah. So we want to give our listeners as much information as we can. So I sit here and listen to the two spots, and I'm trying to write them down, thinking which one am I going to go to first. Then you've got Steve Zamet who comes on and talks about you know, a camping spot where you can catch a fish. Then you've got Graham Cahill who rubs it right in and tells you about some of the off-the-grid places where he goes. Vic Widman gives you all the directions to go on iconic tracks. Then Mal Leyland tells you what he's done. 
you walk out of here depressed. <laughs> you think you've got to be kidding. You know, oh, it's just great. amazing. But it, look, it's uh, we can't get away enough, and uh, we're certainly making some plans to do a little bit more of it. But uh, mate, everyone's got to have things on the bucket list, which is why we do this. And I'm, right. I'm and I'm surprised you've still got things to tick off in your bucket list because you've been just about everywhere. But this is a great destination that should be on your bucket list this one today. Oh, this is an absolute corker, mate. So. You, you, people talk about their bucket list, and it typically comes up with things like getting to Cape York, the northernmost point of Australia. Now, that's really cool, but there are a bunch of other geographical places in Australia that are pretty cool as well. You've got the easternmost point, which is Cape Byron. You've got the southernmost point of mainland Australia, which is down on the Morning, Mornington Peninsula. The westernmost, that one's on my bucket list, that's Steep Point. And you've got the highest point in Australia, Mount Kosciuszko. You've got the lowest point, which is Lake Eyre. Um, I've managed to do everything on that list so far except Steep Point. And then you've got the geographical centre of Australia. And this is the one that often gets forgotten. This is the one that Vic Widman's big on. I think he's been out there a few times with some tour groups. Yeah, I've been out there a few times as well. It's called the Lambert Centre of Australia. It's around 35 k's uh, west of the town of Fink, which is obviously famous for the uh, the big race they have out there every year. It was, was on not that long ago, so it'll be still pretty busy out there with tourists running around. Um You've got to go check it out. It is just, you know, you've heard the, the term the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon this is where they came up with that. Yeah, well, we've been in the middle of nowhere uh, plenty of times. We, we thought we, we think we have been, which we have really. I mean, I've been in, you, as have you, we've been in places where we are absolutely in the middle of nowhere here. Yep. Uh, because you just don't see anything. But you know what? what they when, do? when you get there, what is there? What's there once you, once you get to this point? Yep. So you've got. How do you find it and what do you see when you get there? Well, if you, if you go to Google Maps or Google Earth and type in Lambert Centre of Australia, so Lambert was the bloke who figured out where this point was. Um, so they've named it after him, the Lambert Centre of Australia. And there's a little monument out there that will tell you a little bit more about it. But basically you've got four posts similar to what you see on top of Parliament House that come up to a point where there's a flag right in the centre. Yep. And underneath that there's a little concrete square that you can stand on to say that you're standing right in the centre of Australia. And there's also a great drop dunny. Yep. Absolutely, there you go. But that, that, and that's it, and that's why it's a bucket list thing. Because how often, how many people can say, "Look, I've stood in the right in the dead set centre of Australia." When yeah. so, when did Lambert do this? Do you know, mate? Not off the top of my head. I, it, it, it's reasonably recent. Um, yeah. When I say that, it's sort of late twentieth century. Yeah, but still, how smart was he? Oh, mate, to sm- work that out. It's such an odd-shaped continent yeah, exactly. to figure out exactly where the geographical centre of that is. Yep. It takes some doing. And I'm tipping if that was wrong, somebody would have corrected that by now or said something. There'll so someone smarter right. than So me. he was a lot smarter than us, I can tell you. <laughs> but there it is. And uh, look, and, and look, uh, plenty of people, I know plenty of people have done it. I haven't done it. I have not been there. But, mate, it sounds like it's something I should be doing myself. Yeah, well, look, if, if you make it to Alice Springs or Colga or any well, of those Well, I was there areas, not that long ago. It's not that far. Yeah. It's and, not that yeah. far. You know, it's probably a good day trip. It's definitely really? worth doing. Yeah. Oh, man, I was there. I was there in the Alice. Yeah, a lot of people don't realise how accessible yeah, it is. There's so much to see out there, but that's oh, the problem. And that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. No, absolutely. Um all right, mate. Well, that's not a bad bucket list destination, and like we say, we should if you are planning to get in that in that part of the world, anywhere up around the territory, go and check that one out. Why not? Um, because look, it's one of those things. I have stood in the. It's like Cameron's Corner, same thing. I've stood yeah. in three states at once. I yep. love it, uh, which is good. And it's good to do those things, like the Cape. That sign. People absolutely go to these things and say, "Yeah, I've been there." Like yeah. The, you know, so why not? We are going to take a break here on Ruth is Australia, and we'll come back with more in a sec. <laughs> 